was like, I want to press a vinyl. He's like, well, listen to this. And I was like, I don't want to press a vinyl. <laughs> From Florida Gulf Coast University and Eagle Radio, this is Full I'm Luke Janke. And I'm Allie Taylor. So Allie, since you're new to the show, could you introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Allie. I am the Entertainment and Lifestyle Section Editor for Eagle News. And um, could you tell us why you're here today? Yeah, I actually had the chance to ride along and interview Wilder Sons, which was fantastic. The guys were really great and we had a lot of laughs, so it was a really enjoyable night. I had a good time. It definitely was. And uh, we interviewed Brian, Jake, and Aaron of the Southwest Florida band Wilder Sons, uh, which has an indie rock vibe not that common for this area. They actually evolved from early 2000s bands like Vega Under Fire, which you'll hear a lot about in the interview, and Fake Problems. These guys have been in the Florida music scene for a while, and right now they're at the top of their game, releasing a new EP and hitting the Florida tour circuit hard. They recently had a release party at Momentum Brewhouse in Bonita that turned out over a thousand people with live music and craft beer. We also get the band's opinion on producing albums, the resurgence of analog music technology like vinyl records, and how they're actually not that great for indie bands. We discuss the indie band curse of having a member leave and the guy's resilience to not give up even after a falling out, and how Zombiecom played into that. I'll note here that it's sometimes difficult to decipher whose voice is whose, so typically when I asked a question, they would answer starting with Brian, then Jake, then Aaron. Alright, let's get into the interview. No, no, no. No. Mic check. Yeah, you guys sound good over there. One, two, one, two. Yes. Yeah, so. on the side. Um, I guess we can start off by uh, introducing you guys. Okay. Um, <clears throat> first is like the water sense and then what you guys do in the band. Gotcha. Oh, oh, you can go ahead. We're yeah. doing it right now. Yeah. Huh? This is live. This yeah. is just like Nerdist. They just start it. You know, yeah. they tell you. They're like, wait, are we rolling? Uh, well, we play in a band called Wilder Sons. My name is Brian Blunt. I sing and I play guitar as well. My name's Jake Rubinson, I play guitar and I do backup vocals. And my name is Aaron Maloney and I do percussion. Um, can you guys sort of lead me through the start of the band, what led up to it and um, to like its current form today? That's a good question. It's kind of a long time coming. All of us have been in the scene around here for practically a decade now. Um, I played in a band called <clears throat> actually Aaron and I played in a band called Big Under Fire back in like 2006 and uh, Jake was in a band called Us For Sin and there at that point there was a lot of local bands believe it or not there was a really cool scene brewing and uh, we all met each other you know playing different local bands our, our bass player isn't here Chris Anderson but um, I don't know three years of playing you know once our you know particular bands started breaking up we all just kept going going at it you know and uh, Wilder Sons I was created about three years ago now, which doesn't feel that long. But uh, yeah, we we were all like, hey, let's. You know, I was traveling in a band called Fake Problems at the time, and they were already kind of slowing down. So I felt like writing some more music. And Jake and I had some songs going. And Aaron, we had to beg him to play with us. <laughs> he's all, he's just always so busy. But. Uh, once things started kicking off, you know, after a year of playing, we kind of built up a couple songs, did a record, and now we just released a second our second EP. But um, 
yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it, yeah. It's funny you mentioned Vague Underfire, because I actually spent, like, my later teen years listening to you guys, so it's weird awesome. to kind of make that connection. Nice. How old are you? 22. 22. Yeah. So I'm, like, 27, or around that age. So, yeah, you were really young. I was, yeah, I was still <laughs> in high school, so it's kind of <laughs> weird to see that coming together. Cool here. Exactly. Um, what would you guys say your influences are um, for this project? Uh, like other groups or bands. Definitely. Oh, you want to go first, Aaron? For what's your influence? <laughs> what makes you tick? Like Taking Back Sunday, um, Bad Sons, um, The Doors. Like those are my influences. You know, um, just great performing groups. That's who comes to mind at first. Those are solid. Very solid. Yeah, I feel like we all come from different backgrounds and bands that we like and we kind of throw it all together into what we are now but uh like he said pop punk was a huge thing when we were growing up so uh, blink 182 some 41 reliant k um those are great yeah. like yeah. you said and then now there's a new age bands uh coming out on alt nation like coin and bad sons and uh outless genius and all these bands that we really like and we're hoping to get more into that scene as well so, yeah, to our cinema club, yeah, uh, Phoenix, and all those bands, you know, Arctic Monkeys, you know, the whole English rock scene, the indie rock stuff is, yeah, our, our ticket. Yeah, definitely. We love. Uh, I don't know if you listen to XM Radio, Alt Nation. I'm yeah. not familiar, but yeah. Yeah, well, <clears throat> you have to subscribe and all that stuff. But they have such an awesome channel that they actually play a lot of the old pop punk stuff. We all were like rooted in pop punk for sure. We all grew up. Going to Warp Tour. Going to War Tour. All like Rejects, Yellow Card, freaking, <clears throat> you name it. We were, uh, you know, that was big as biggest sound as well. Yeah. And I think what really transpired after that was like that uh, indie rock scene, which we got into. And I think Wilder Sons is kind of a clash of both. You know, it's got the pop punk sensibilities, but it's got the, uh, it's got some of the uh, intricacies of indie right. rock. You know. Is that what you say um, sort of sets Wilder Sons apart from like other projects that you've been a part of? Yeah. I mean, as far as like Wilder Sons, like the band I was in prior, I was a guitar player, uh, Fake Problems, you know, and then before that, Vega, I did front with Aaron playing drums. And actually, Jake joined Vega in the last like, you know, leg of Vega. But uh, I think when we spent that time apart, we kind of we came back together after a couple of years of just like, I don't know, I think Vega kind of broke up and we were all kind of down and being around each other reminded us <clears> of <throat> it not being a real thing anymore. Right. So we spent some time apart, but I think during that time we all kind of started collecting different tastes. When we got back together, it was kind of a, a, a more of an eclectic mix. Like he was getting more into the doors and a lot more, a lot more uh, like of the like 60s and old school stuff. And Jake was listening to pop punk <laughs> he was listening to the new pop punk you know like story, story so, so far, far exactly kind of introduced me bands. to re you know like introduced me to the pop punk scene and i was just i was an indie kid you know i was trying to be a hipster <laughs> you know back then but when did uh when did all of you guys meet did you grow up around here like together and mm -hmm. okay we're all you were born in naples weren't you Aaron? yeah born and raised mm -hmm. same yeah, you were yeah. born in Naples. Yeah. Oh shit, I didn't know. <laughs> I was, I wasn't, but I've lived here for like twenty some years now, so we're all natives. You guys went to middle school together. 
Yeah, actually, no. We no. never went to school. We met at a show hosted on um, St. John Newman's football field yeah. called uh, Hero Fest, and it was all the local bands at the time. It was about high school. We were 15. Mm -hmm. I met him at a show, and uh, I think uh, he messaged me through AIM Messenger. <laughs> MySpace. In the plain view or something oh, wow, like yeah. that. And it went from there. Yeah. Just That's how him and I met. We just played in... Several groups. Yeah, that, could, that goes back to like that back in the scene. There's like that day. I think there's like 12 bands playing. They're all from Naples. And nowadays, mm -hmm. it's hard, hard pressed to find 12 bands in this you know area. I remember watching him play and be like, I gotta have him as a drummer. He's freaking amazing. You know, <laughs> we were like 15, 16. And I know Jake was actually really good friends with my brother and started a band with him. And I was like, wow, you're really good. I want to play with you, too. So basically, I just stole all the best musicians. Uh, <laughs> and, That's how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were a few years older than me. And uh, our band, or at least myself, we always like idolized them, in a sense, and looked up to you guys because you, you were on the, the top level of the local circuit playing yeah, this is some bigger yeah. shows. And then, yeah, now here we are all playing together. Do you guys come from like um, classical training, or are you guys more um, sort of self-taught? Or is it different for everyone? Yeah. I mean, I'm personally self-taught. I did tablature. Mm -hmm. That's how I learned cover. I would do it by ear. You know, I never got classically trained. I tried to take jazz band school and I failed. <laughs> uh, I actually did really well in choir. I was forced to take choir by my teacher. She's like, you sing, right? In the band, you know, you got <laughs> to be my choir class. And I was like, no. Naturally. But, you know, her name was Miss Habergate. She really, Golf Coast, shout out. Um, she really helped me. Uh, strengthen my voice. So, I took lessons um, probably from 10 years old to I want to say like 17 and I used to have a lady come to my house and teach me guitar until I kind of outlearned her. Yeah. <laughs> Jake's a prodigy. And then uh, just started writing my own music and and I've just enjoyed doing that more than learning other people's music I guess so here we are trying to write our best music. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, I did band all from sixth grade until finish. Uh, I did band all three years of middle school and did drum lessons on the side. I played in several groups after that. In high school I did jazz band, symphonic band, and marching band. So there was some classical training behind it. But uh, after about high school that was it was all on my own from then, just getting influence from other groups and shows. Yeah. Tons of practice. We started touring. Topic. I think when Vegas started touring, it really <clears throat> expanded our our palette. You know, we were playing with bands from all over the country and seeing what they were doing, what the scenes were like up in like Mass and and in the Carolinas and all that. And we're like, wow, you know. And we brought that down back down to Naples. We were the only band really besides there was like one other band that I ended up playing for a big problems that was touring around here. So it was kind of a big deal that we were even traveling outside, you know, the state. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> you're talking about touring. Uh, what do you think that your favorite part of playing a show is? I would say just the energy of the live show. <laughs> just, just like playing on stage and, and having the chemistry and energy of everyone, you know, really feeling the songs and being able to play them in front of people and get their reactions and see you know, get how much they get into it and how wild we can get them going, you know? Yeah, it's a very visceral thing, playing a show. Do you ever have, like, a moment where you're just like, this is real, this is, like, yeah. actually happening? Yeah, even, I think that's what, it's almost like an adrenaline junkie, you know, right. you get, like, a high off of it, in a way, 
especially when people like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah when people are into it. Yeah. yeah. People aren't into it, though. That's a different story. It's a different kind of high. It's more of a low. a sense of unity <laughs> in the room. Yeah. yeah. There's like a, there's a bond that you can't have, you know, in any other profession or any, you know, I wouldn't say any other, but there's something that's really, music really connects people that wouldn't typically be around each other, you know? And I always yeah. like that. You know, you meet a lot of, we've met so many people doing this that it's, that's kind of one of my favorite things is after the playing and just meeting the people that are actually listening to us, you know. How would you have rated that last time? My oh. show at uh, the brewery. Uh, the brewery, yeah. That was definitely our best show we've ever played. <laughs> really? <laughs> it would, took, I mean, it was, was months of preparation. Show. Yeah, it was, we put on a uh, EP release show for this new record that we have and we teamed up with uh, Momentum Brewery and they wanted to do an anniversary party around the same time so we are like, let's put two, you know, heads together and see what, what happens and it ended up being like, I think we pulled a, at least a thousand people throughout the day. Yeah. It was a long, long day but at, at the end of the night it felt so good to finally, we hadn't played together actually two and a half months wow. since that point. So He actually just flew out from Arizona to play mm -hmm. that show for us or yeah. with us yeah. and the next few shows for the next few weeks yeah. and uh, our bassist drove down from Jacksonville to play that show and left the morning after. But we're all scattered right now. Yeah, right now we've all kind of, I mean, at least our bass player, Chris, who isn't here because he is in Jacksonville, and Aaron moved out to Arizona recently. Well, this rec I think the whole time that we were writing this new record, there's a lot of revelations that happened, so. Yeah. Um, who does most of the songwriting for your music in this band? It's very much a collective. You okay. know, we all... You know, if one of us has an idea, we show each other, we kind of go from there. You know, maybe the idea is more complete than some other ideas, but I know with this new record, there's a lot of riffs that Jake would show me, and I was like, that's awesome. Like, let's let's just work with that, and, you know, I'll try to write, write lyrics to it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and it'll, it's really influential, because, like, then, you know, he shows the riff, and I try to write some lyrics, and then Aaron starts playing drums, and that gives it a whole different vibe. And then from there, it's like we could shift in any direction. That song can end up being a, a heavier song or a softer song. And I think to say that one person does any of you know all the songwriting would be, you know, it wouldn't. I, I don't think anyone really does all their songwriting, you know, themselves. Yeah. I think in the studio you start collaborating, then you know a lot of people take credit for it. Yeah. But well put. Mm -hmm. So with songwriting, do you feel that it kind of plays off of your lives and? the things that you go through day to day or big moments in your life that have happened? Oh yeah. <laughs> Especially this, I think the last, the first EP was more or less like Jake and I had been writing by ourselves and then we put the band together and we had been working on these songs for a year or two. And this time around was just like a lot of, we had a lot of chaos, I would say, going on with, with outside the band, inside the band. All of us were just getting older and, you know, life was coming down hard and, I think that really set this album off. Like a lot of the songs are pertaining to like specific issues and things that we dealt with. It's very honest. Yeah. Was well, there any big life event that maybe um, influenced any one of the songs, or is it kind of a collaborative of just a bunch of life events? I mean, yeah, there was <laughs> uh, there was a point where Aaron left the band. You know, this was probably at this point a year ago from now. Uh, actually, it was at. Uh, ZombieCon was the last show he had played with us and you know we had a falling out over a lot of 
personal things. And uh, I think that time apart too actually made us grow closer together. Because right after that happened, we I wrote I don't know like a few songs right you know about the whole experience, and it was a very chaotic experience you know besides the shooting that happened in zombie con yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was that that is, that is, that is, yeah we're like holy crap you know everything was just insane around that time but then you know the fact that we were trying to rekindle our relationship after you know a couple months of not really talking i think that was a big influence as well for the record to be completed you know so we, he was gone, and we're like, all right, now we're gonna write a record without our man, you know? Yeah, most bands would have just broke up. Yeah, but. I would even say we're at the point of just kind of like, should we break up now? And, and that's we did it, and I think that was one of the best decisions we've ever had, you know. I, I, I mean, I admire these the three guys in this group before getting through something like they said most bands are kind of quick if any member kind of leaves a band it's not one person that does something in a group it is the group that does it and one person gone is it's a void you know and what i'm really proud of is that these guys filled you know did what they have to do to do a seven song album and get through all this you know while this is going on and brian lyrically and uh transposed like a lot of really intense feelings into like a beautiful thing I think on this album like you know that's what musicians do yeah you know and I think that this album for all of them I mean I'm in I, I didn't record a thing on it I love it <laughs> <laughs> you definitely had influence though I would say like half the new record was written before and left and then half of it was written after he left and you can kind of get that vibe if you listen to it not because of the drumming per se but because of like there's these happy songs and there are these like uh angsty songs you know yeah. aggression not like we had malice against each other mm -hmm. but it was a lot of you know letting it all out fire we also yeah. didn't have much expectations for this ep like we went up to georgia to record where we always record at earth sound studios and uh we took our time with this one and got to sit down and really hash out some parts and figure out. We didn't even have lyrics for the songs when yeah. we went into the studio. That's how rushed it was. They're like, and, yeah, uh, let's put something out. Like, yeah, we ended up going <laughs> back and forth three times, I think, Yeah. to finish it. And um, we're pretty proud of how it came out. But like he said, the, the first EP, I think we were singing about just ideas about things and kind of just putting songs together. But this one, like, it's it's very honest with your, with your feelings and what we went through as a band. And... Uh, I think it, it's easier to click to, like people emotionally grasp it more than the first one. Yeah, and uh, it's it's a lot funner for us to play, I think, too, because we just feel it more and we get more into it live and yeah. So <laughs> how do you think that this is kind of different from your previous stuff that you guys have put out? I think it's a little darker. I think it we got a little more angst and a little heavier in a sense. Um, some of the songs are obviously like softer, like Scatterbrain, this, the title yeah, is very EP. polarized, you know, but, uh, these three heavy songs yeah. and then these, or three or four heavier songs and you get these three like really soft, like kind of cutesy songs. That, <laughs> I think it's, our sound has kind of matured, like at first we were going for a certain like surf indie sound and we were really trying to stick to that surf sound. And this time, like I said, we didn't have any expectations and this is kind of what we came out with, so... I think it's very honest of what we all wanted to play, and um, 
we did have a different drummer at the time. We didn't have Aaron, but now we do have Aaron back, so next EP will be better for sure. <laughs> I'm stoked. Yeah, we already we have some we don't ideas, stop writing. You know, so. we got, I'm really excited after this learning <laughs> experience to go back and do it again. Every time it's just more, you know, you learn something and you want to like go, go right back at it and say, okay, I'm going to do it better this time, you know? Right. Yeah. So is that where you see you guys going after this? Is um, sort of a, a solid album? I would say nowadays, you know how it is, people don't buy records, they don't buy albums, they buy singles, mm -hmm. or they stream it. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of my friends' bands and bands that I, I you know, look up to doing this more or less like sporadic releasing. I, there's this band, Oh Wonder, for instance, that they like got really popular and they were releasing a song a month. I thought that was interesting, you know. Mm. Instead of a record, but one song a month. And then at the end of the year, they put it together and it's a record, you know. I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't, that'd be kind of a cool idea to do that. So I wouldn't be surprised if you are yeah. Also a cool thing, you know. It's a new thing people are doing. Exactly. Vinyls are back. Vinyls yeah. are back, but fortunately, bands don't make any money off vinyls because <laughs> yeah. they're so expensive to produce and they warp very easily. So you have to keep them conditioned really well. Uh, this is what the guy we recorded with. I was like, I want to press vinyl. He's like, Well, listen to this. And I was like, I don't want to press vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> I still do, but you know, right. it's a good concept. The idea is nice. Yeah. yeah. Like it literally costs like twenty dollars per vinyl for the band to make. So when you sell it twenty dollars, you just <laughs> so like much. it's literally like here. You just go for cassettes then. <laughs> yeah, right. he, our, our, the guy that recorded us too, was like, I can press some cassettes. I'm like, who the hell listens to cassettes? <laughs> I'm guilty, but, um, <laughs> yeah. but hey, I'm I'm old now, so you're probably way trendier than I am. I should, I'm not actually gonna, I'm looking up a cassette player right now as we speak. Um, I want to be cool too. <laughs> That's the nicest thing I've heard today. Um. <laughs> that wraps up our interview with the Wilder Sons from Fort Myers. You can listen to their new album on Bandcamp right now and on iTunes and Spotify very soon. If you want to see them live, and trust me, you really do, they're playing a show on December 3rd at Cash 22 in Fort Myers. They also did a Sugar Shack session you can check out online. Special thanks to Allie for co-hosting and Rachel Iacovoni, our managing editor at Eagle News, for photography and social media help. Eagle Radio's general manager is Simone Nelzi. Full Pulp is distributed by Eagle News Media.